0: Separated by Cosmic Cabinets, Brandon, Paul, and just Brandon and Paul are broadcasting the Breakdown Podcast live <laughs> using their telepathic powers. My name is Brandon Miracle, broadcasting from the Breakroom Arcade. If you look right at me in the video version, you'll see Paul Anderson broadcasting live from the Breakroom Clubhouse. This is mm-hmm. the Breakdown Podcast, episode 30. 30 wow. down, guys. And we're not even Feeling like... old yet? Yes. <laughs> I mean, we're not even doing this <laughs> weekly anymore. We're bi-weekly now. At least on this show. We have two. Mm-hmm. Two shows. Uh, Nintendo stuff on Fridays. A um, little interesting. We're going to be talking mostly about Nintendo today just because of the way things work yeah. out. Uh, so this is the Breakdown Podcast where we talk about the movies, TV, anime, and games we experienced over the last two weeks. The problem is that I've only experienced video games for two weeks. I've watched
1: one anime in two weeks. And the I think the funniest part about this is the whole reason we were going to do the two-week thing is so that we'd have more time to fit in the anime and movies and games. And, I mean, looking at our list, we definitely fit in some games, but... And that's all like we did, really. else. <laughs> it's been a good week, though. It's been a good week.
0: Yeah, I, I mean, I think a lot of that has to do with the fact that the last two weeks were pretty big for gaming. Uh, especially mm-hmm. for us. Like, Spider-Man yeah. came out, and we spent a heck of a lot of time playing Spider-Man. And then, uh, if you're paying attention to our Twitter feeds... Um, In our Discord server, you would know that we were in Chicago over the weekend to play Super Smash Bros. Ultimate at Best Buy. Uh, That's going to be a big topic of discussion for today, Uh, so Mm -hmm. you'll hear more about that in a bit. Uh, But since it's the only anime, the only other thing that's not games, Paul, tell us what you watched.
1: So, I've been watching Soul Eater, still. Um, I talked about this, I think, when Sean was on the show. Um, I adore Soul Eater. Um, The reason I started watching this again is because the second opening is, like, one of my favorite anime openings of all time, Mm -hmm. and I think it was uh, Dream Drops or it was tweeting of, like, the the opening, and it got me really nostalgic, so I decided to sit down and start watching this again. Um, I honestly thought I'd be done for this episode, but there's just been too many games to play. (laughs) That's
0: what I'm saying, like... You were talking to Michaela about like all the episodes of anime I'm behind on. I'm like, I haven't watched My Hero Academia in like two months, Boruto mm. in like two months. I haven't finished Shokugeki no Soma. I had a reason for that though. Like, I was in saving that for uh for the Roger uh, crossover video. That that, uh,
1: that I think that's fair. Yeah, I I probably don't. I might remember what happened at the very end. Yeah, I do. I remember where we're at. Never mind. It took me a minute, though, which is why I, I respect your uh, abstinence from it.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's not that I didn't want to watch it. It's just, you know, I wanted to save it for when we were going to talk about it to so be fresh in my mind. Um, yeah. But it is what it is. We'll get with Roger yeah. eventually.
1: Yeah. If it makes you feel better, though, I also haven't watched Po Ruto, My Hero Academia, and, uh, well, I did finish Shokageki. There's one other, like, weekly anime that I'm forgetting about. SignsGate? Yes. That's actually probably been like a month or two for me. But the other two have only been like a couple of weeks now.
0: I mean, the nice thing about it—the nice thing about this now is like when we're ready to binge, we got a lot to watch. Yeah. Uh, again, um, the other thing like kind of keeping me back obviously has been Kingdom Hearts, if you've been paying attention to what I've been doing. Uh, but, worth it. But continue. So
1: I, I did finally make it. I think it took like 30 episodes to make it to the second opening. So I watched thirty episodes of Soul Eater, so I could just watch the good opening every single time.
0: (laughs) Is it? It's thirty episodes for the second opening. Yeah, that's weird. It's usually like thirteen or twenty-six.
1: I was thinking twenty-six because it is fifty-two episodes long,
0: and so it took over
1: halfway to get to the second opening.
0: I wonder if the anime studio ran into a snag like in season two or something.
1: Mm -hmm. That could be. Um, I think I'm like ten episodes away from the like series finale. Which is going to be very like bittersweet because it ends on like as satisfying a note as it could, given that like the manga goes on far much further than like the anime does. Mm-hmm. So it's
0: but premature. it's still like
1: yeah, I, I still know that there's like this much that I don't get because the anime just stopped.
0: That sucks. It's Kanichi all over again, and Yuu Hakusho. But that's coming back in, like, an OVA form, right? I think so. I keep seeing it in my Facebook feed. Like, the same exact article keeps getting sponsored pushed to me.
1: Was Yu Yu Show ended prematurely? I thought it did follow, like, the manga pretty darn close to its Oh, maybe it was that the
0: manga had a different, or, like, a more fleshed out ending.
1: It was definitely a rushed ending. They ran through, like, that final arc.
0: Uh, Ace the Gamer Dude says "Paper Moon" is a great song, dudes. I'm assuming that's opening too. Yes. Two.
1: Yep. I'll I'll send you a link to that sometime, and then hopefully that's enough to make you want to actually watch
0: the show. I mean, I'll probably watch it at some point. It's been on. It's definitely been on my list. Um,
1: I think it's too significant of a series not to watch eventually.
0: Okay. Hey, anyway, that pretty much puts it in perspective for me.
1: Yeah, it's one of those like. It's one of those animes that you'll always see on those uh, top anime lists. And it's there for a reason. Like, it is such a unique and wonderful show.
0: Uh, Conman says, Soul Eater was a staple anime of my high school days. I haven't watched it since, but oof, it's aged well. Conman also says, kind of surprised they never made more spinoffs from that universe or made the series longer. It had hecka, This is PG. hecka potential. <laughs>
1: The manga went on for three years after the anime That's so disappointing, and I've heard like really good things about the manga. So I'm, I actually think at some point I will go through and read all of that. I might also, if I hate myself enough, read all of Kenichi.
0: <laughs> yeah, I've wanted to read Kenichi myself because, I mean, the the fact that the show act or the manga actually eventually did end, it make it, there's a little hole in my heart now knowing that I could know what happens just haven't made the effort to do it yeah uh dream drop in the chat saying what's up guys how is everyone i have finally recovered from all the sleep i haven't gotten for the last four days i'm still a little bit tired but (laughs) man i made it home in one piece that's the important thing that's good uh boy i every time i wanted to go to sleep that's when alvin would slide in and be like but we're gonna do this right and then I would end up doing this for two hours. Uh,
1: you're you're segueing so well right now into just Gloomhaven, Thanks. aren't you?
0: Yeah. <laughs> so uh, the night we got back from Smash Brothers, and uh, we'll talk more about Smash Brothers. That's going to be the main topic of today's show. Uh, I was dead tired. You were dead tired. Joe just collapsed when he got home. We were all incredibly tired. But uh, Alvin was not. Alvin was wired. He was ready to go. I
1: have no idea how he did that, because he stayed up like even later the night before than we did. Two hours of sleep the night before. I don't
0: know how he was still awake, like that late. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know either. He was handling it though. So uh, mm-hmm. we're sitting at my game board or my board game table in the basement, and he he looks over at me and he's like, Gloomhaven <laughs> and uh I looked at you. I could tell you just wanted to go to bed but I was like, man, I, was, I really want to play Gloomhaven. I'll, I'll be honest. I was actually just really
1: upset with how the uh, last game had gone that we were playing before.
0: Um, oh, so, the game that we can't that talk just, about in front of other yep. people.
1: I was too frustrated and I decided I'd just go to bed.
0: <laughs> Fair enough.
1: I mean, I, after hearing what happened following, I'm glad I went to bed when I did. Uh,
0: so, yeah, Alvin and I ended up playing. Uh, gloomhaven two players it's a, up to a four player game you can actually play it solo as well but for those who don't know it's a uh dungeon and dragons like rpg um campaign based the box that you buy it in is over 20 pounds in terms of how heavy it is uh there's just so much stuff in there it's incredibly well detailed you blind pick your character when you start the game so you don't really know I'm what you're the gonna avatar. get paul's the, I'm the failed avatar right paul's the failed avatar I'm a brute. Uh, an Enox is the name of the race. The heavy hitter guys. Uh, I'm the so... dude
1: from um, Thor Ragnarok, the rock man.
0: What was his name? Boulder? I wish. That sounds right. I think it was just like some simple name like that.
1: He's, he's definitely like exactly what this dude was modeled after. Except he's the failed avatar.
0: <laughs> uh, so, yeah. Uh, he and I decided to play Gloomhaven. This is only the third campaign mission we've played since, uh, we got the game, like, months ago, just because it's so hard to schedule. Mm-hmm. Um, you have you know, we wanted to get all four people from our main campaign party to get together to play the game every time. But, uh, he and I, you know, we broke down, and we're like, you know what, we're just gonna play it two players. So we did that. Uh, Korg, says Ace, in terms of the rock guy. Thank you. Thanks for having our back. Thanks for having our backs, breaking the games. Um, So (laughs) Alvin and I ended up playing for about three hours. Uh, It had been so long since we had played before, we were a little rusty on how to play. But after one Mm. turn, we were like, oh yeah, and then we played the rest of the game pretty much just fine. (laughs) We ended up doing a boss battle, uh, the first boss battle we've experienced in Gloomhaven, and we didn't quite know how it worked. He has, like, special conditions that he can do um, on his turns, but we assumed he could do them every turn. And not only when his cards are drawn. Uh, I could spend like 45 minutes explaining how combat works, so I'm just going to be vague. Sorry. <laughs> um, so, like, he had this ability to just open, m- teleport to a room, open the door, and activate the monsters that would then come and try and attack us. Uh, and also, he had the ability to summon uh, skeletons every turn as monsters. Yeah. Every turn. But not every turn. i like a cool dude. He can only do it when he draws the cards. But Alvin and I were doing it every turn until we eventually drew a card that said special one. And they were like, wait a minute. He shouldn't be doing this every turn. So we deleted the skeletons from the board because he hadn't pulled one yet. And uh, undid a few things. Luckily, we'd only been a few few turns deep. Not too, mm-hmm. not too much. Uh, but then we kind of destroyed the boss and beat the mission. It was... Almost 1 o'clock in the morning. Wasn't super late. Still got a full night's sleep. Uh, and I had a blast. I had plenty of gold. And, oh, yes, I got 43 gold in that one quest, which is a lot if you play wow. Haven. <laughs> yeah, so lots of money. And then yeah. uh, the next day we ended up playing another quest, but you joined us. You created a character.
1: Yep. And failed avatar.
0: So you, uh, what was your... What was your thoughts, like, on Gloomhaven before you got to play? Because we talked a whole lot about it. I, like, I've sat there when you guys
1: played your first campaign, and it went on for five hours, but I wasn't really paying attention to it. I just knew it took forever. Having actually played it now, I see, like, it's a long period. Like, it takes a while, but it's a blast the whole time. Like, there's a lot of strategy involved that, like... You can only coordinate so much with the people you're playing with. And I actually really like that. Like you start like one of your moves and then that completely, or it can completely just ruin what I was planning on doing, or it can help what I was doing, but you don't really know until you start doing it.
0: Yeah. So uh, for those who are listening, um, you can't discuss the actions you intend to take uh, before they happen. So like, you, you flip for initiative, and at that point, you can start discussing what's going to take place. Um, but before then, you have no idea what your friends are going to do, and they have no idea what you're going to do. You can be vague, but you can't specifically mm-hmm. give them damage numbers or abilities. Uh, you have to yeah. be vague when explaining your, your commands. And that's because, I guess, in the ideology of the game, in the heat of the moment of an actual battle, you also wouldn't be able to tell your, your teammates those kinds of things. Yeah. So, yeah, it translates really well. I mean,
1: you also have, like, certain things that you just, like, straight up can't discuss that are more or less your character's motivation, which adds a very, like, creative angle to it. You just never know why someone is specifically doing what they're doing.
0: Yeah, so, like, I've had a mission or, like, an overall goal, my story goal, uh, that I can't discuss with you guys. You guys don't know what I plan to do or what I have to do. Um, but on top of that, there are also, uh, campaign mission goals. So once you're about to start a dungeon or about to start a map, uh, you're dealt two goals that you can choose from that will, you know, if you succeed in them, you'll get perks for your character or whatnot, but, uh, you -hmm. can't discuss those types of things. So in our mission, my goal was to collect 13 experience or higher in order to claim a check mark. Um, did you tell me what yours was?
1: I was to open a treasure chest, and so I was really upset when Alvin did
0: <laughs> uh, and you couldn't tell him not to yeah
1: I actually didn't even realize that he was standing on top of it. They ended up on it oh I was planning my next move to use like my boots so I could move as close to it as possible
0: that sucks. was it for one check mark or two? it was just one Alvin got two check marks from his goal, and his goal was exactly the opposite of mine. So I think he had to be under seven experience points, and he managed to pull it off. So Nailed it. Yeah, and he unlocked his first perk, which is cool. He got to remove two negative one attack modifiers from his deck, which is really, really good. There is a lot of Smash Ultimate hype going on in this chat. We're getting there, team. We're getting there. I mean, this is a week for hype
1: yeah i'm already looking forward to the next campaign i can be a part of
0: i wanted which... to play again so bad but i was so dead oh yeah
1: hopefully this weekend
0: yeah like if you're down again we're playing gloomhaven It's like that's what's happening there is a video game on the way don't have a lot of faith in that right now uh because there's a right or go
1: ahead I was just going to say, if they go, like, more of a Fire Emblem direction with it, I think they can adapt the game into a board game very well.
0: Yeah, like, it's it's not like a direct adaptation. Uh, I don't know what I'd want, necessarily. Do I want it to be a video game first, or do I want them to adapt the board game to make it easier to play? Hmm. I don't know. Personally, I don't know what I'd prefer, but, uh, you know, it is what it is.
1: If they adapt the story into an actual video game, then you might actually be able to make your way through it all.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) Uh, and they're releasing an expansion for Gloomhaven, or they may have—it might might already be out. I'm like, I don't know how we'll ever get to it. There's so much stuff in that box. Uh, but yeah, definitely one day at a time. Definitely looking forward to playing more. Uh, so one other thing we should talk about is uh, Spider-Man. Because this has come out in the last two weeks. And you and I have both finished it.
1: What a good game. Yeah. What a really good game. I think, like, in both of our cases, you as soon as you start swinging through the city, it just clicks into place. Like, holy crap. I'm actually Spider-Man.
0: Yeah, and that's the ex- That's like the first action they have you do, right? Is web-slinging.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's the first time you get to control Peter.
0: Uh, uh- oh, wait. Wait. I mean, Spider-Man. You can't reveal a secret identity, dude. I don't know. Uh, so Just Ace the Gamer Dude pre-ordered his copy from the same GameStop as mine. And I don't know how long this, is all, this has been happening simultaneously. We could have been pre-ordering from the same GameStop for, like, years and had no idea. But I saw him there. And then quickly I, I had I got out because the lines were packed. So I got my game and I bopped. So it was good I to see you an for an the half-second agreement.
1: There's an unspoken agreement that you have to just go and play Spider-Man.
0: Yes. Oh, we're not going to spoil Crafty. Uh, Don't worry about that. We're not about that life. Um, Yeah, I absolutely adore Spider-Man. It might be my goatee right now.
1: (laughs) I agree with that. There's just so much that they do to give you that sense of being Spider-Man. Like, even down to some of the, like, side missions that you can choose to do, like random burglaries and stuff that you can stop. Like, if you think about the movies and the comics, there's always, like, something else going on. There's always something pulling him away as soon as he, like, slows down. Yeah. And so you really get that sense of, like, there is no stopping. You're always going from one thing to the next with, like, barely a second to yourself in between.
0: This is his job, and that's it's what he's accepted, and he has to deal with uh, all of that that comes with it. Um, unless Smash has a story, this is Gody for me. <laughs> like, my other contenders for GOATI right now are Monster Hunter World, uh, God of War, and Spider-Man, all PS4 games, for a Nintendo channel. Um, that's That tells you a little bit about how this year has gone, but, you know, we'll Nintendo save that for saving
1: later. it for the end of the year.
0: Yes, they are. Um, but Smash Ultimate might as well be Game of the Year 2019. (laughs) Yeah, and it's not going to qualify for Game of the Year at the Game Awards because it comes out after November.
1: Well, it's my game of next year then. (laughs) Perfect. I feel bad for 2019 because there's just no competition for a Smash game.
0: Uh, Dream Drop, I don't know if it's necessarily beat Monster Hunter World for me yet. It's just Monster Hunter World feels like last year to me because it's been eight months already. Yeah. I'll have to really sit down and evaluate it. But right now, Spider Man is way up there. <laughs> Spider Man's good.
1: It's good.
0: Yeah, play it if you haven't, because it's fantastic. Um, like, Logan, he platinumed the game today, I think, right? Mm hmm. And I'm like three trophies away, and you're pretty close. I'm two. So, yeah. I have like. You get
1: tokens for doing random, like, challenges or, like, side quests and whatnot that you can use to get more suits. And I use most of them on other upgrades. And so, like, the last thing I have to do is, like, get all the different suits. And so I, I'm probably stuck waiting for more, like, specifically challenges in order to get those last handful of suits. So I kind of just gave up on platinum it for, like, the meantime. Mm-hmm. But it's crazy because even down to just, like, the side quests and whatnot, like, I couldn't stop playing all the side quests.
0: Yeah, that was <laughs> Every the
1: time f- there were more, like, presented to me, I just had to do it.
0: That was me for the first night. I could not do anything but side quests. I got every tower, every backpack. I beat all the thugs because that's the first set of stuff that they give you. And I did all of it before I moved on because I was just having that much, that much fun. Mm-hmm. And, like, you know, you know, playing games like Assassin's Creed, which does pretty much the same thing in terms of how it delivers side quests to you, mm-hmm. I could never, like, do that with those games. But this one, the gameplay is so good, it's so much fun, that uh, I had a blast doing menial tasks like capturing pigeons. Well,
1: I think it's really in just, like, the movement of the game, because it just feels so good to swing from building to building.
0: Yes. Like, yeah.
1: it was hard not to take the opportunity to go from like the bottom of the map to the top of the map and then back
0: In <laughs> like with the web swinging like it's all contextual like where your web sticks is contextual to an actual building and the way Peter swings I mean Spider-Man the way Spider-Man <laughs> swings is also contextual to the <laughs> building like they they made sure that happened because I don't think it was like that in Spider-Man too. I think they just stuck to stuff and you didn't really see what they were stuck to <laughs>
1: yeah my understanding was that's kind of how it worked um
0: (laughs) sorry my wife just showed up with water and it's actually scared me half to death
1: (laughs) but like my first thought when playing through this game is man i'm not even done with this but i need a sequel already
0: dlc next month first episode
1: I really, I want to see this kind of treatment get applied to, like, other games. Because the combat itself isn't too different from uh, the Arkham
0: games. It is, I would venture to say, it is just exactly Arkham.
1: Yeah. But in a very similar way, like, Arkham really captured the experience of being Batman. And this also really captures the experience of being Spider-Man. And so mm-hmm. I just want to see them continue with that trend.
0: Yeah. I just sure. enjoy this. I don't think this is the last time we're seeing Spidey, and uh, it might also not be the only Marvel heroes we see. I would not be surprised. okay, okay with that. <laughs> um, but uh, enough about Spider-Man. We're going to move on. I've got a lot of Kingdom Hearts to talk about, so I'm just going to talk about it all at once. Uh, actually, Paul, let's have you talk about your Kingdom Hearts first, since you started the first game.
1: Okay, so I realized with all your marathoning of Kingdom Hearts that I haven't played them in years, and I don't remember what's going on. <laughs> So I decided that it's time for a refresher course. So I started with Kingdom Hearts, and I've worked my way from the beginning to the final boss. And I'm I'm having str- or I'm struggling with like the third section of it, and so I'm hopefully going to beat that tonight and move on to uh, Chain of Memories. Mm-hmm. Um, it's hard to talk about the first game because I it's not my favorite. Me I might neither. just <laughs> not like it.
0: I think that's fair. Uh, Critics didn't like it either.
1: For the most part, like, once you get past, like, the first four or five hours, I didn't have as difficult of a time. But the first, like, the introduction to the game is just incredibly rough to me. Um, Especially getting off the island, like, I started playing this several months ago, and I never made it off the, uh, the initial island.
0: Oh, the section on the Destiny Islands is one of the worst openings to a video game I've ever played. It is
1: Like, bad. hey, go find stuff. And then the next day, go find more stuff. And so I just turned the game off and didn't play anymore.
0: Like, yeah, like the opening to Twilight Princess is rough. But, like, at least you know where you're going and what you're doing. Destiny Islands, mm. there's no map. There's hardly any direction. Uh, if you're new to the game, you're going to be there for a while. <laughs> Unless you look it up.
1: I in. actually didn't even remember that there wasn't a map. Why isn't there a map? Who knows? I'm so upset that this game doesn't have a map. Like, there were two or three times that, like, I was just basically running around, had no idea where I was going, and I just kept walking from area to area until eventually a cutscene happened.
0: The worst thing for me is that it happens again in Traverse Town. Figuring out Traverse Town for me the first time was a nightmare. I just I could not figure out where I was going. The game didn't really give me any direction, and that's the point of Traverse Town. But it was not enjoyable.
1: (laughs) I've like played like Traverse Town is basically in every game, and I still couldn't find my way through it.
0: Crafty says I was in Destiny Islands for four hours on my first playthrough. That's, that's not okay.
1: That's not that okay. That's when you know you didn't design it well. Yeah.
0: And that's and as much as we're ragging on it, that's not to say Paul and I don't love the rest of the series. Oh, no.
1: Everything after that's great. I My problem is that the first, like, I bought one and two used. And I decided to check and make sure the discs worked. So I popped two in first because then I can go and just play through one after that. And so the first thing you notice is the camera is a second stick. And then you go back to Kingdom Hearts 1, and it's the freaking bumpers. Why is it the
0: bumpers? Was Did Kingdom Hearts release pre-Dualshock 1? That's a, I don't think so. Or wait, no, it wouldn't have, because it's a PS2 game. It would have been on Dualshock mm-hmm. 2. That doesn't make any sense.
1: I am so, like, befuddled by some of their design decisions, like... Who thought that most of it was a good idea? <sighs> Luckily, it all
0: improves.
1: Thankfully, I'm at the end of Kingdom Hearts, and then I can go on to play a good Kingdom Hearts game.
0: And you're going to get to play Josiah's favorite, and probably the most divisive of all of them amongst the fan base.
1: I'm going to play the only one that, up to Birth by Sleep, I haven't played. But I've owned twice. <laughs>
0: Well, at least it's your chance, right?
1: Yep. The time is nigh.
0: Uh, So you played Kingdom Hearts 1. Uh, Last time I talked on the show, I was in the middle of Kingdom Hearts 2. I beat Kingdom Hearts 2. And uh, what happens after that? What do you do after Kingdom Hearts 2? (laughs) Because there's a lot. Is that Birth by Sleep right afterwards?
1: I think Birth by Sleep is the follow-up, yeah.
0: I absolutely loved Birth by Sleep. Like,
1: it's a good game.
0: I love Chain of Memories. I love Kingdom Hearts 2, but Birth by Sleep, that game really did stuff to me. (laughs) And it's weird. Like, you only spend, like, seven hours with each character, Uh, except for Aqua. You spend a little bit longer with Aqua, but still, like, you experience the same story through, through three different lenses. These characters have their own plots, their own things that they're dealing with, and uh, the way that they present the information uh, is really cool. Like, you know, characters will show up at certain points during another character's adventure, and they will mm-hmm. say stuff that you have no context for, and then eventually you get to go back and see what actually happened to them, and then understand the weight of some of these things. And I really mm-hmm. liked that. I thought it was great. Baconinator is here from my comments on one of Chadtronic's Cheftronic videos. Was that the Chuck E. Cheese one? Hey. (laughs) Please tell me what your comment was. Uh, So he made the Chuck E. Cheese pizza using the Chuck E. Cheese at-home factory oven. And
1: you had a seizure. PTSD just triggered.
0: (laughs) I made a comment saying, as a former game room technician, I can confirm this is how we actually made the (laughs) pizza. I was joking, by the way. I did work at Chuck E. Cheese's, but we had a bigger version of that plastic toy in the kitchen. (laughs)
1: I'm surprised they didn't turn that into an arcade game, to be honest.
0: Yeah, seriously. Uh, but yeah, thanks for thanks for joining. <laughs> uh, what I was talking about Birth by Sleep, right?
1: Uh, I bought a PSP for that game, and I don't regret it. I had like two or three other games I want to play on the PSP too, but it was mostly just to play Birth by Sleep.
0: Uh, yeah, I can totally see why you gave that game so much praise after you played it. Uh, it is really good. Um, the combat changes a whole lot from the previous entries in the series. Like, you don't have a magic meter anymore. Everything is based on specials uh, or commands, they call them in the game. And you can meld commands together to make newer or better commands. Um, but when you use them, they they actually just have a cooldown timer. And then once the cooldown timer fills back up, you can use them again. And that's actually a complaint I had with Kingdom Hearts 1 and 2 because I felt the magic meter was so restrictive I couldn't use my my abilities as freely as I would have wanted to. Like, I don't see them as much because the opportunity isn't there. You spend so much time just using Cure because why wouldn't you use Cure that uh, you don't really see any of the other stuff. Uh, So I really appreciated that. I mean, Kingdom Hearts 2 has the thing where your magic meter will automatically refresh after it runs out. Was that in Kingdom Hearts 1? I can't remember.
1: I don't remember either. I honestly like some of the things you're mentioning now. Just gone. It's been so long since I've played like, even Birth by Sleep, and that was the most recent game that I've played.
0: Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Combat's completely different in that game. Combat has been different like four times.
1: I'm okay with that. Uh,
0: but yeah, love Birth by Sleep. The plot I really enjoyed. Um, So yeah, still really enjoying my experience through it. I then went and watched Kingdom Hearts Recoded, which was originally a mobile phone game. was then remade for Nintendo DS and nicknamed, or nicknamed, renamed, recoded. Uh, But they put it in here as a cutscene movie, and it's about two and a half hours long, if I remember right. I think it was three hours. Uh, Three and a half. It was between two and a half and three hours.
1: Well, you're changing the story now, and I don't know if I... I don't I don't what to believe anymore,
0: man. It was long. <laughs> and for the first two hours, nothing happens. Like, all of the important stories, like, in that last act. Uh, mm. The last act I enjoyed, but everything leading up to that felt kind of inconsequential. Uh, Missing out on Recoded's gameplay. I don't even really know how that game plays. I haven't ever watched any videos of it carefully. Join our Discord, what? Link's Logan's in the description. Here. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I thought it was cool. Uh, they, they address a few things for the story in the game, but overall it's pretty inconsequential compared to everything else. Uh, there is a secret cutscene at the end, as there are with all the Kingdom Hearts games that I thought was kind of neat, and it leads directly into Dream Drop Distance, which is what I'm currently playing. Um, I am too worlds deep into dream drop distance and they just drop you into that story with like no context you start to figure out what's going on um as you play the game which i think is a neat approach Mm
1: -hmm.
0: having played recoded and seen the ending i knew what was happening um or i made an educated guess as to what was happening and i turned out to be right um Mm -hmm. but i really like the presentation of that game uh you switch back and forth between sora and riku on a time limit you just that sounds nice you drop actually. and you switch to the other character it is nice is it dreamy yes the, the <laughs> there, i do have one complaint though like when you drop if you drop in the middle of a boss battle uh you just have to do the boss battle over again mm-hmm. so like they don't negate the timer when you're in ex- when you're in situations like that that can be kind of annoying that sounds like a bad just bad idea Other than that, I do like the drop system, and depending on what you do while you're Sora or you're Riku, um, you can gain bonuses that you can apply to the other character for your next dream session. Um, Mm -hmm. So it's a dream, and then you drop, and then the other person
1: dreams. But then you drop the distance.
0: There's distance between them, I assume, is what that part's for. They (laughs) just wanted to make a cool name because it was 3D.
1: That was a creative use of titling, though. I give
0: them that. Yeah, I, I thought it was a neat name, too. Uh, I need to play that game.
1: I need to play all of them.
0: Dream Drop Distance's combat is like Birth by Sleep using the command system, but mm-hmm. it uses a new, a couple new things like uh, Flow Motion. And uh, if you play the demo, you'll know that... I say that as if it just happened, but that was like seven years ago. Yeah. <laughs> if, you, if you played it on 3DS, you would know that Flow Motion uh, is a better way of getting around, like... They sped up just actual walking in the game. You move Mm -hmm. a lot faster. But you can, like, grab onto lampposts, spin around them, and then slingshot yourself somewhere else, fly really fast. You can use it Mm -hmm. in your attacks. It just makes movement really quick. A little janky, uh, but it was a 3DS game, so I'm kind of over that as of right now. Yeah, Um, I'm getting used to it. But I, I like it. It's a nice change. You can, like... Wall jump, you can dash into a wall, bounce off of it, dash into it again, bounce off at of it, uh, kind of like Mega Man X. And I kind of dig mm-hmm. that. So there's a lot more verticality in the levels now, and the worlds feel more fleshed out. That's a problem I've always had with Kingdom Hearts is that the worlds don't really feel all that worldy to me. There are a few mm-hmm. screens that don't have a lot going on. Uh, I imagine Kingdom Hearts 3 is going to change that, but, you know. These are where your random encounters are. Pretty much. But... <laughs> Dream Drop Distance, it it really is a step up, and for being a handheld game, it's really impressive.
1: Mm-hmm. I mean, it was definitely an opportunity to start like playing around with some concepts. I, I feel like that was kind of the strength to some of the handheld games is like, hey, this is something to try out. You know, some some fans are going to just straight up ignore this because it doesn't have Kingdom Hearts three on it.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So let's try some stuff, figure out where we're going. <laughs>
0: And a lot of the stuff that they've done over the years with all the different games are, you know, like you said, they're making their way into Kingdom Hearts 3, which is really cool. Um, Yeah. Also on 2.8 is uh, Birth by by Sleep 0.2. And you get to play as Aqua in that. And as far as I know, that's just running on Kingdom Hearts 3. So you get to, like, preview the game with a little bit more story. Uh, So Mm -hmm. I'm very excited to play that, even though I know it's very short. I dig that. Still make one working of these my way to Dream Drop.
1: One of these days I'm going to work my way to 2.8, and then I'll actually get 2.8.
0: You got, what, those are, four months before launch?
1: I think I can swing it. If I just believe and yeah. do nothing else like you did.
0: I mean, Dream Drop distance I looked up was only like 20 hours long, which is not mm-hmm. bad by any means. Uh, but yeah, like, that's all that Kingdom Hearts. There's a whole lot. Sorry. Um <sighs> I mean, you have two weeks of Kingdom Hearts to talk about, so... Yeah. But now we have a whole weekend of Smash to talk about. Hey, we're talking about the namesake of the video now. Unless you How got something. How about that Smash for Wii U? Oh, yeah. So, like, we did that the night before going, right? Yeah. I think we also did it after we got back a little bit, too. But... Yeah. So, we played Smash 4 in preparation of getting to play Smash Ultimate at uh, Best Buy in Chicago. And mm-hmm. uh, we had a really good time. Oh, yeah. I was, um,
1: practicing the two characters that I decided I would try out in Smash Ultimate just so I could, like, compare their feel. And so also to get off some of the rust. Um, so I was playing a lot as Ryu and Little Mac. And then just because he's my actual main, I would also throw in the occasional Captain Falcon. Mm hmm. And I had some very impressive Falcon moves.
0: Yeah, you did. <laughs> Detail some of that.
1: There was one, um, team battle it was me and Brandon versus our buddies Devin and Alvin and uh coming into the very end I like where you're going with this it's a green um, cup <laughs> you gr- I think it was Alvin was left you grab Alvin I think you're playing it's probably Ike
0: probably like I usually do
1: and so uh reading your mind I jump into the air and I do a spinning falcon punch into him for a game.
0: Always the best way to like end a match with a Falcon Punch. In
1: sync moments. Mm-hmm.
0: It's, I, it's I one of those one other
1: nice Captain Falcon Punch and finishers on you. I
0: was on fire. <laughs> it, it's always like, you know, when you're about to pull off something cool in Smash, or even in any game, like, you know it's going to happen as soon as you press the button. You just, you know when you've done it before it happens. Yeah, <laughs> this is one
1: where like with Smash Ultimate, how they have that like slow mo for the dramatic zoom dramatic finishers. Like, I wish we had that here, because there were just two perfect occasions for it. I might be okay as Captain Falcon. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, and I I was kind of just jumping all over the roster, but I I made sure to get a few games as Mario and Ike in to get prepared for Ultimate mm-hmm and i mean Paid you off. know how that goes <laughs> yeah there were a lot of games played a lot of stocks gained
1: it's a reminder of why we love smash brothers in the first place it was and... just a game you can sit down pass the controllers around and just have fun
0: we were gonna leave or we did leave uh around 5 30 in the morning to go play smash ultimate on saturday because uh, we had to go all the way to Chicago and wanted to make sure we were in line early enough to get to play Smash without standing in line for a million years. Mm-hmm. Um, funnily enough, you stand in line for a million years in order to not stand in line a million le- years later. <laughs> but still, uh, we were going to go to bed. And then Alvin and Devin showed up late, you know, right when we were going to go to sleep. and they We were just like, got
1: done playing Smash Brothers 1v1.
0: Yeah, we did. And uh, then Alvin wanted to play Smash, and I was like, "All right, I was gonna, I'm gonna I'm gonna play one match." <laughs> An hour and a half later, I got <laughs> off and went to sleep. I was gonna, we were gonna get like a full eight hours of sleep. That uh, didn't. That, happen. Was, that was the goal.
1: But it was okay because we played Smash.
0: Yeah, and we had a good That's time. The important thing.
1: We we have at least one replay saved from that. Yeah, and. You should definitely post that on our channel sometime.
0: Yeah, I could probably go chance. record it. Or if I can send it to you and you can record at 60 FPS. Either or.
1: Because I, I really just... I, I want to see it again. <laughs> it's not that often that I do something that's genuinely impressive. So I have to, like, bask in it when it happens. And that was def this is definitely a bask-worthy moment for me.
0: Oh, yeah. For sure. <laughs> and that brings us to uh Saturday. We got to Best Buy in Chicago at, what, like 7 o'clock in the morning? 7 o'clock. It's funny uh, because ConmanRDW, go subscribe to his channel, in the chat, uh, he got there too. Like we were all planning to get there at the same time or roughly around the same time. And he Mm. got there at 6 because he like overestimated traffic. And we did the same thing. We ended up getting there like half an hour to an hour earlier than we wanted to be. Who would have thought that on a
1: Saturday when no one works and has to commute into Chicago that the roads would have been, like,
0: as pleasant? Who would have thunk? (laughs) But there we were. We got there at 7. We were from the door. We were at the end of the block on the corner, which was an interesting place to be. It was nice. Mm -hmm. Um,
1: Next to the spider tree.
0: Next to a tree with, like, six or seven different large spiders hanging out in it. Good lord! We made sure not to get too close, but uh, we met up with Dream Drop Sora in the chat and comment R- RDW. They'll you'll see them in, in some of the videos we're gonna upload here in the next couple of days. Mm-hmm. Uh, they got some shirts. We brought them some shirts as gifts because we liked them a lot. Uh, and then we uh, we did go out to eat with them later in the day. We just had a good time. It was a lot of fun. Yeah. Uh, you two are cool, by the way. If you didn't know that, we gotta do the skin. Yeah, this is not the again. last time. Um, but also, uh, around the two-hour mark at 9, that's kind of when the Nintendo staff started setting up outside. Because mm-hmm. they had, like, a, a like a desk and a tent next to the door where you could get your poster. Um, actually, I'll show that's, it to you. That's also
1: when, like, most people started showing up. So... It was actually worth it to get there about when we did, because we really didn't have to wait in line that long.
0: The staff members there were saying that uh, our line was bigger than New York City's.
1: I feel like that's something that they'll say everywhere they go to make it seem like, oh yeah, this place's fans are the
0: best. I mean, they were running around with a little counter thingy, and... Uh, from what I could tell, it was the same staff from the New York event. I think they're actually just tra- tra- traveling around. Um, but if you brought your phone and your Nintendo account and you used your check-in, your little QR code check-in, you got one of these. Uh, Super Smash Brothers Ultimate poster with a really shiny logo, uh, Battlefield. I really like this because I thought the poster was just going to be the box art.
1: Mm-hmm. So
0: this is really unique, and I kind of dig it.
1: I really like the design for Battlefield, so I'm I, I'm all for it.
0: Get a little my Nintendo icon to prove that that's how you got it. So like, they've had that check in button on the Nintendo accounts for a long time, and it was all they all was it was always under the assumption that you would get some cool goodies when you checked in at Nintendo events. And this is the first time I've ever used it for something.
1: Yeah. I actually didn't even know there was a QR code until you mentioned it on the drive there.
0: <laughs> it didn't take me too long to find it either. Well, I think the plan mostly was to use that for uh, um, for Nintendo movies because they mentioned movie theaters as well as Super Nintendo World. Gotcha. That makes sense too. So it's, it's cool that they're going to use them for like little side events like this.
1: Well, it's also just cool that you got something by actually being a member of their like rewards program it makes mm-hmm. it feel a little bit more worthwhile to be signed up for it. Yeah. Granted it is worthwhile to begin with, but it was just that like little cherry on top, like, oh hey, you're part of us. Have a poster. <laughs> Thank you Nintendo.
0: So not Thank only you. that, but like while we were in line after they started giving out posters, uh, some of the staff members started coming down um Oh, Dream Drop, they're not opening theaters. I'm under the assumption that it will be for Nintendo movies, like the Super yeah. Mario Brothers movie coming out, and Detective Pikachu next year. Um, but yeah, they started coming down the line and giving out wristbands, different colored wristbands. The wrist bl- wristbands you got gave you access to an exhibition match line that you could get in after playing your free-for-alls in the free-for-all line, or before, whichever order you ended up doing it in. Mm-hmm. Um, so in the free-for-all line... You got to play two matches, two two and a half minute matches. Um, you, me, Michaela, and Josiah all ended up together on one game, which was great. Yep. Uh, so we got to play two matches back to back. It was. I only won one of the two matches. That first match
1: was rough. <laughs> we were on what's the Zealous stage's name? The Great Plateau Tower. I should know this by now. I'm I'm terrible with names, but we were on Great Plateau Tower. I'm Ryu in between two Inklings. There's a roof above me. There was nowhere to go. <laughs> I
0: got wrecked. That's my first impression of Smash Ultimate. When I got to that machine, I was, I was at a crossroads. There were a lot of characters I love playing as. And in mm-hmm. my mind, my first character had to be a character I was used to just so I could figure out my feel for the game first before trying somebody new. Mm-hmm. And then I saw Snake on that character select screen. <laughs> mm. Mm. And I said, "You know what? I got to go with my boy." So I picked Snake. Last the night before, like I had almost twice. said to you twice, "Where's Snake on the character select screen for Smash for Wii U?" I knew you were thirsty for that Snake. So in I'm glad earnest. You did finally get to play him. Completely in earnest. <laughs> uh, so yeah, finally got to play Snake. Um, like you said, it was the first match. So there was a lot to figure out before you could really, you know, get your feel for it. But, you know, I was playing a snake using all the moves I remember. Um, his, uh, what is it? His side B is that like remote control missile
1: that Mm -hmm. you
0: could like steer in brawl. And I think the steering controls for it are different now because I kept like shooting it into the ground. Uh, I remember it being like steering left and right as if you were the head of the missile. But I could just be misremembering. Um, So it took Mm -hmm. me a while to get used to that. I did manage to plant C4 on one of you. I don't know who it was, but I blew you up afterwards. It was one of the Inklings. So it was either Michaela or Josiah. So it wasn't me. Cool. It wasn't you. But I started planting...
1: What's that? I was going to say, you probably gave me just a little break from just getting Inkling wrecked.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, it was so much fun just to get my hands on a character I haven't gotten to play in a long time. Uh Baconator says, when I played a snake, I was just there for the box.
1: <laughs> it's a nice box.
0: Let's oh, be honest. Oh, I didn't taunt. You monster. I'm upset. You let everyone here down. Inclu- myself included. Uh, so, yeah, first match, like you said, Paul, was a little rough because everyone was kind of getting their bearings. We were playing on a brand new stage. Um And then in the second match, we played on Frigate Orpheon, which is a stage from Brawl that got cut in Smash 4. One of my favorite Mm -hmm. stages from Brawl, actually, so I was glad to get the chance to play on it. Uh, It's the one that takes place during the battle with the Parasite Queen in Metroid Prime, and the stage kind of flips over. Um, And uh, so it was nice to be on a stage that was familiar. And in in that match, I played as Mario in his wedding outfit. Not intentionally, because somebody hit start before I could pick my color.
1: You know you wanted it. Don't even lie.
0: I wanted Builder Mario. Not wedding Mario. No, you didn't. He looked you looked dapper, okay. Thanks for telling me I looked dapper. Press start for you. I can dress myself in the morning on my own. Thank you, Paul. Fight me in smash. I just wanted I just wanted Builder Mario. (laughs) And I did terrible in that match. Just gonna be honest. Like I did not do very well. Um, it's
1: all because of the costume, I feel you.
0: No, it's because Josiah was playing as Ganondorf. And he sighted me twice. Two times. In his defense.
1: He made no illusions that he was going to play not dirty. He was gonna play clean, that's the word. I, you knew exactly what you are getting
0: in for. I knew what I was getting in for, but man... I was you so should have stayed away from him. The first time <laughs> away from I thought it was hysterical. The second time I was legitimately upset. <laughs> you get me once, but you get me twice. <laughs> it... But
1: it's okay, because I played as Little Mac and I came in second. We gotta talk about I how the
0: match ended though.
1: We went to sudden death. It was me versus Brand's wife Michaela, and I choked.
0: <laughs> I got umbrella. My wife won a match as Villager using the umbrella in a sudden death, and I was very proud. You should be. She was so happy, too, that she actually won a match because I don't think she thought she was going to win anything. <laughs> she's, like – she's not bad at Smash, but she's uh, – she just kind of started figuring out how to play Smash well towards the end of, like, Smash Four's life, like, within mm-hmm. the last year or two. Um So, and she didn't get to play her main, which is Yoshi, because Yoshi wasn't in the demo. And you suffered a similar fate. We have the same John. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, As to where both of my mains were in the demo, so I was fine. You monster. Three of my mains, if you count Snake. uh, It's
1: okay, because my new secondary main is there now. Was there. I'm a little Mac now.
0: It's been decided. (laughs) Are you not going to claim Ryu? I think you still have a good Ryu. It'll take me
1: a little bit longer to figure out, but I definitely know that I'm okay as Little Mac now, which is funny because like Captain, or I got the same start with Little Mac that I did with Captain Falcon. I'm not good with this character, and so I'm going to play this as a throwaway. I'm going to play as this character out of spite, and I'm going to just self-destruct like crazy. And then slowly but surely by doing that, I
0: got good. <laughs> yeah, Mac was just like... Eating the stage, like you couldn't get in his way without him crushing you. Like like with that dash attack too. Mm -hmm. Um, I love his dash attack; it's so good. Is it just me, or does impact on attacks, even like baby attacks, like little neutral jabs, they feel like really powerful. It
1: feels good. It
0: feels good. Uh, So after we played our free for alls, like I said, you got to play two. Then we waited around for a bit. We were told to not stand in the aisles. First, we were told to leave and then come back. But then when we showed our wristbands, they are like, oh, I guess just – excuse me. Just just stay around for a bit. At 11 o'clock, we got to get in line again for our exhibition matches. And uh, here's how the exhibition matches work. You get to play in a free-for-all. A practice game first, and then a second match is the real deal. If you win that free-for-all, you go into a 1v1 against the person who won the free-for-all on the other side of the, the setup. Um, and then whoever wins that game, another practice match, and then a full match, uh, wins one of these. Spoiler so alert. Bran lost.
1: <laughs> Bran lost. He's terrible at Smash. He's not good. Spoiler alert. I want to smash. No, you didn't. You stole it. I see through you.
0: You were the one telling me that I was going to win the hat.
1: I did. I didn't want to. I didn't want to. uh... Well, actually, I just. I knew it was going to happen. I wanted my John built in. You know, I already admitted (laughs) that I was going to lose, and then I did. So it was fine. You didn't do bad, though. In the practice round, I did terrible. I played as Marth. I came in fourth. (laughs) So then I decided if I'm going to give it my all, I need to play as Little Mac. And then I got second.
0: Which is very good. We were – one of the guys we were fighting was playing as Pokemon Trainer, which was cool because, you know, Pokemon Trainer has been gone for a while. The other player in the first match used, what, Ridley, I think? Do you remember what they played in the second game? or i think I they switched the to marth afterwards. Yeah, they did. First of all, the first match it was me as Ike, you as Marth, Marth, and then Pokemon Trainer and Ridley. And then it turned into me as Ike, you as Little Mac, him as Marth, and then Pokemon Trainer. So in the first round, uh there was one one kill where i dirtied both of them. All three of us were off stage except for you. Um, Mm -hmm. and I, I down, I upbead with Ike backwards, facing away from the sage, you know, and I, I went up, they, they ate the sword and I came back down and downed both of them and got two KOs for the price of one SD. Worth it. That was the moment I knew I won the match. I was like, that was the lead I needed to win the game. (laughs) I don't know how I won the second one. I wasn't keeping track at that time. Carefully. But, But it was good. Uh. It was kind of funny because you and I were both up in our breakroom Arcade t-shirts, and the two of them were up in the same shirt of their own. It was some blue shirt with a logo I hadn't recognized. So they were from the same group, and we were from the same group. And in the second match, the one that counts, we both beat them.
1: Yeah. No collusion. When it comes time to get serious, we bring the heat.
0: We so bring the backbreaking. Close enough. So that that (laughs) brought me to the winner's side, and I got to face off against the other guy in a 1v1. Um, And again, I picked Ike. In the first match, he picked Pikachu. Uh, I won that match. And then in the second match, he picked Cloud. And Cloud suffered a pretty big nerf in Smash Ultimate so far. And I won that match too. Here's the thing, though. Like, he asked me if we could play competitive rules for stage selection. And uh, we both agreed to play on Battlefield for the first round because it's a neutral pick. It's a starter. Mm -hmm. Uh, And then in the second match, he thought the first match counted, by the way. And when he found out it didn't, he was like, okay, loser picks the next game. And I looked at him and I was like, all right. So now (laughs) we're playing competitive rules when it starts counting, even when it didn't in the match before. And I was like, okay, I see his game. He also picked his character after I did, deliberately waiting, and I was like, all right, man, but it was okay. It was all in good fun, at least for me. Um, He picked Green Greens, which was an interesting choice. Green Greens is not a legal stage, so I don't know where he – why he decided to pick that one or what was going on. I like Green Greens as a stage, so I didn't have anything wrong. I mean everybody wanted the hat. Let's be real. Yeah. Uh, so I don't know like if he was just, you know, hoping to to get me on a stage on like on green greens or or what, but uh I I ended up winning even harder in that particular fight. You ended his break time. <laughs> That's the one. Uh yeah, he was just a little bit salty after the after the fact and you know, I would have been too. Like, let's be real. Like if you had yeah. made it to the finals and you lost out on a hat, it would have been upsetting. Um but ultimately, I did win the hat and I think someone told me, someone yelled that they would pay 100 bucks for my hat off of me after I got it. I was mm-hmm. too, like, trembly and, oh, my God, I just want a match uh, to pay attention to anything else happening around me. Yeah, you
1: were pretty psyched.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, it was really fun. Uh, shout out to the guy I played against. It was really fun fighting you. Uh, we got an interview with you that will be probably in one of the videos. It was funny because he was behind us in line the whole time. Like, actually outside. so I was was, actually
1: surprised when he came around and he was your opponent.
0: Yeah, so was I. I was like, oh, hello. (laughs) Because he and Devin actually... We know you. He and Devin actually uh, initially decided that they wanted to go against each other. Mm -hmm. That didn't happen. But what did happen was that after, you know, our set was over, um, it was Alvin, Devin, and Josiah's, you know, set of matches. Alvin ended up in a different bracket than... uh, Excuse me. Dinner's coming up. Jesus. Uh, (laughs) Josiah and uh, Alvin ended up in a different bracket than Devin. Devin won his side. And then when we were waiting for the match to start, Alvin ended up coming around the the side of the TV or the side of the setup. And we were like, oh, hello.
1: (laughs) That's how I like. That's when I knew like this is going to be a good match.
0: Yeah. And it was. They had the uh, – to think, yes, Chuck E. Cheese brought you here. Um, Chuck E. Cheese brings people places. It brought Brandon here. So me and Alvin <laughs> are a – yes, it did. I love, Paul, how you laughed at your own joke.
1: <laughs> it w- it wasn't that I was laughing at my joke. It was that your reaction was
0: like, screw this dude. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you're just going to ignore it well I didn't even realize what you said at first I had to think about it Um, so Alvin plays Ike as well because he and I used to play co-op back in Brawl Um, I would say pro but we played local Um, so he picked Ike and Devin picked Sheik because Sheik is one of his mains Mm. and uh, I think Alvin ended up winning both fights right? I believe so Uh, The second fight was pretty severe. It was a 4-0 for Alvin. Uh, Him and that Knuckles, man. That Knuckles assist trophy. If I was...
1: Devin's going to have PTSD every time Knuckles is the assist trophy. (laughs) And I don't blame him because Knuckles just did work as soon as he came
0: out. Devin got killed by Knuckles. He got killed by the Dragoon. He got killed by Jeff's assist trophy And then what was the other death? It was some other item that killed him. And Alvin ended up winning the match with no deaths, like 126% damage. It was a pretty severe beat. But it was really fun to watch. Uh, That video is going up on the channel tomorrow. You can watch that match. Um, So that was a lot of fun. I really like the way Smash Ultimate feels yeah like, like instantly i was like yeah this is gonna be the smash i play forever
1: <laughs> i mean i'll put it like this like the demo is not how i'm used to playing and also like pro controller was not my controller of choice but i picked it up and it was like i had been playing it my whole life yeah like, that game is smooth
0: and Josiah mentioned something earlier that uh, we didn't bring up, but uh, I don't know if you noticed, but the HD rumble and Smash is really pronounced and feels mm-hmm. really cool.
1: It's, I actually didn't notice.
0: It, well, it's one of those things, like, if you're not thinking about it, you're probably not going to notice it because it's there to mm-hmm. make it feel good. Um, but yeah, he was like, I think I'm just going to switch to Pro Controller, which I respect. I'm not. I'm probably just going to stick with the GameCube controller. Yeah. Um, I didn't mind playing it on Pro Controller as much as a lot of other people did.
1: I mean, I was able to adjust. Like, the one weird thing was, like, I think left uh, bump was how you grabbed, and, like, right bump was just shielding for me. I don't know.
0: I wasn't able to throw items with right bumper. But it was a shield button. Or I guess I assumed it was grab, and that's why I couldn't throw items.
1: Yeah, I was pressing it to grab and then it wasn't grabbing, it was just shielding it. I'm like, oh.
0: was oh. on the other side. That was the default that control setup like. for uh, 3DS. So I guess they decided to keep it for whatever reason. Mm. Baconator says, Maybe I'll see one of you all online, probably be spending a lot of time online. We we plan on having community tournaments on the channel that we live stream. Uh, if
1: there's a tournament mode, if there isn't, I think we still need to like coordinate one, but...
0: Yeah, I mean, we'll still coordinate one. It's just we're hoping that there's just built-in community tournaments like Smash 4, hopefully with more options than they had in Smash 4. You couldn't just have yeah. a stock tournament in Smash 4, and that was always aggravating. I like me some options. <laughs> hey, everyone in the chat's like, I hated the control layout. Yeah, we, they didn't let us customize, but they had to keep the line moving. Uh, that's one yeah. thing I actually want to spend some time talking about. The, uh, the actual event itself. Smooth. They, yeah, they did a great job. Oh, yeah. Uh, We got in. We played Smash within, like, half an hour of the line officially being open. Um, And then, like, an hour later, we were doing our competitive exhibition matches. And we got – I mean, I got to play Smash for six matches. Um, I got four. Yeah. That's a lot more Smash than I expected. I was literally thinking we were going to play one game, and that was it.
1: I mean, we got to give it up, though. Like, we know why it was so smooth. Our dude at the front of both the lines guiding people. Um, fun fact, if you were there, that guy at the front of like the exhibition free-for-all line that like would point you to a setup, um, he was at the Chicago Switch Preview Tour, which we were at, and he also gave Brandon the opportunity to come up on stage. So if you watch the Bomberman Tournament video from that trip, um, you'll see that guy <laughs> featured there.
0: Yeah. He brought me up on stage to play Bomberman. And you also won a hat. <laughs> I did. I won a hat there, too. <laughs> I'm two for two on hats.
1: <laughs> he's, he's, he's proud of you. He's not here to say it, but I know deep down, like, that
0: dude's proud of you. Thanks for all the hats, man. <laughs> I love them. <laughs> You're the MVP of the Breakroom Arcade. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they gave out some other merch, too, like uh, just for going to play. If you played at all, you got these. These buttons. nice pins. Yeah, they gave you two. And uh, what's cool is if you went in line again for exhibition, you got another set. So I ended up with four of these, and I gave uh, – well, not four packs of these, but four buttons. And I gave the mm-hmm. other pair to Dylan, who wasn't able to go with us. Rip. He was happy, though, that he got he got uh, the buttons and the, the posters.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Because my wife and I both got a set of posters because we both have accounts, so we gave him the other pair. Uh, Good lord, where are we at? It was so smart of Nintendo to do a collaboration with Best Buy. I saw a lot of Smash players buying things from the store, myself included. I bought a portable charger, and well, they got my business. Yeah, Devin and our group also bought stuff. He bought a pair of headphones to wear during his competitive matches so that he could focus.
1: He also didn't...
0: Oh, he bought a modem.
1: I, don't, I was going to say, I I could have sworn he was actually going to pre-order Smash there too, so he could get the uh, coin yeah. for the pre-order bonus. There were a couple of other people that mentioned they wanted to uh, pre-order it there specifically for that coin.
0: Yeah, you get a coin here, not actual size. Wow. <laughs> Looks pretty cool though. My wife also said that she wanted to pre-order from Best Buy. Even though I already got my pre-order at GameStop, she wants the game herself. So now she's planning to pre-order at Best Buy just so we can get the coin, too.
1: That's also, like, a nice testament to how great Smash is, like, your wife played the Ultimate Demo and then decided she wanted her own copy on top of
0: that. Yeah, like, we live in the same house, but we have two Switches, and that was enough for her to say, yep, I'm getting my own copy of the game. It's pretty cool.
1: Yeah. I Actually, I I hate to say it, but I decided I want to buy a digital copy um, just because Personally, I really like having just the game on the system at all times. So I never have to worry, like, I'm always going to go back to playing Smash. So I never have to worry about, like, pulling the Smash cartridge out of my system. Smash is just always there. No matter what else I'm playing at the time, I can just close it and then play Smash like I should be doing.
0: No, I feel that, and I respect that, too. Like, uh, you know, for big first-party games like this, I always like to get a physical copy because uh, in the future, they all, the Nintendo games always sell for a high price. Always. Like, uh, mm-hmm. they never lose their value, for, it seems like. Uh, unless your code name's Steam and I buy you for a buck ninety nine at GameStop. Um, Steal! <laughs> but, like, GameCube games and even Wii U games now are, are worth a pretty penny. So hang on to that stuff if you need money in the future or if you're a collector. What <laughs> happened?
1: Uh, just the chat. Um, comment! I'm so happy I'll have my own copy, so you, or so you can actually catch these hands.
0: I'll no longer be trash. Yes, you're gonna take them down. We believe in you. I'm sad we didn't get to play against one another. That would have been fun. Yeah. Same with, uh, same with Dream Drop. Oh, Dream Drop, we recorded your match, uh, your your final matches, by the way. So uh, those will probably end up in a video somewhere.
1: Maybe one day we can just meet up and actually play Smash. Yeah,
0: once the game comes out. We'll also be playing online, but you know. Nintendo Switch Online launches tomorrow, by the way. Oh, hey, look
1: at the time. <laughs> How about that? I legitimately it slipped my mind that it was tomorrow. I just I didn't know. But look, it it's tomorrow.
0: Still don't have faith in it so paul what was your feeling going in before playing smash and how do you feel now uh was tired going in and now i'm awake <laughs> but
1: no i'm woke because i honestly i just want to play more of it i'd actually like look forward to the actual game more now than i did before and i didn't think it was possible because i just really want that game um But there's so many things that I wanted to try, and I just didn't have time to try. And so I'm excited that, you know, in a few short months, I'll get the opportunity to just play however I want to. And not in the Best Buy.
0: (laughs) I feel that. I mean, it was fun just to be there with a bunch of community members and all get to be excited about Smash together. We saw some Mm -hmm. cosplayers, like there was a Waluigi that was really good that people cheered for every time he appeared. Uh, and there was also an S cosplay that I thought was pretty good. NES great. Yeah. We appreciate you, man, wherever you are. And Waluigi. <laughs> when people started clapping, oh, man, it killed me inside. They're all there because they want poor Waluigi and Smash.
1: There's also a guy who walked around with a uh, sign that said that Smash is like a million percent not a port. <laughs> He's my hero. Yep. <laughs>
0: uh so yeah we got more videos on the way uh if you saw i uploaded on twitter um actually it was the guy i fought in my finals match is the one that's in the video why is that under the logo we just got an alert thank you someone frausto oh i lost the alert dang it i had just put it over if i hadn't had my glasses off i would have been there in time to see it I believed in you, man. You let me know. It's my fault. I, I accept defeat. Naeem? I hope I'm saying that right. Thank you for subscribing. Uh, so yeah, we got some matches coming out. They'll be coming out over the course of the week. We'll do a big highlight video as well as... Our, well, it'll probably all be one big video for the highlight stuff. We got some interviews with some people. We saw con men uh, and then just uh, the guy I fought in the finals and uh, even some interviews with us. Just talk about how we felt about Smash because... I got a lot to talk about when it comes to Smash. I need more Smash. Yeah. Comment in the chat saying, we need a test Smash. Or he says, like a test Smash or Kiosk demo? Test Smash. Um, test Smash. I, I do think there will be a test Smash. Um, though I don't think we'll get the test Smash until after all the characters have been revealed. Or if they're prepared for that to not be, like, data mined to death, you know? Yeah. they're gonna. I
1: definitely imagine this is going to be pretty close to the actual release.
0: Yeah. And I, it would be cool, like, with the release of Nintendo Switch Online, if they announce a test smash that you can only play if you're subscribed to the service. There's an incentive, you know? Well,
1: I don't know how you're going to play without the Switch Online.
0: I mean, you can play some stuff without Switch
1: Online. And But, I mean, if it's a test smash where they're trying to, like, test out the servers and whatnot or the online system, that's not going to work out very well.
0: No, I see your point, but I, I think for, like, even a demo like that, I don't think they would require a subscription. Um, mm-hmm. because, if they were smart... <laughs> well, I think it's almost smart to do it without the subscription. Well, that's what I'm saying, like,
1: yeah. if they were smart, they're not going to require the subscription for that.
0: They want they want people to find out why they should be paying for online in the first place. Um, and if they do announce a test smash, it won't be till 1, after either all the characters are revealed, or they have put the proper preparations in place for that to not be data mined and leaked. And after they've detailed some of this stuff that online smash will have available. Cause I imagine a couple of the modes would probably be available in the test smash, at least two. Yeah. So that's, that's kind of what I'm anticipating. Uh, dream drop says when people started clapping for Waluigi, I thought they were clapping because we were headed inside. Nope. <laughs> it was because it was because of Waluigi. <laughs> while should have belated everyone at de- demos or beat beat yeah beat <laughs> you were in there with that correction i was waiting for it uh yeah joe you can't
1: take the game if you announce all the fighters first
0: <laughs> right and that's a, that's legitimately the reason sakurai is doing this because he doesn't want that to happen he's been on record on his famitsu column talking about how much he dislikes you know leaks And I can understand that. Imagine all this time you spent on putting together a big reveal to get all the fans excited. Because you know he loves that. Mm -hmm. And for all of it to be ruined because one guy wanted his 10 minutes of internet fame.
1: Yeah, that definitely sucks for him.
0: And like... All the people who work on it.
1: Well, yeah, but especially him because you know like, how much he pours into it. Like, that's gotta suck to have that moment taken from you. Yeah. Like, it always does.
0: And it should only nice. be his and his team's to give. So, like, however this information gets out, whether it be by datamine um, or by someone with insider information, just, we gotta stop that mm-hmm. stuff. I know it's never gonna stop, but I'm glad that Sakurai is at least trying to get around it. Yeah. He
1: ruined his hands for this. How it, you gonna leak it? How you gonna leak it?
0: <laughs> uh, so... Final thoughts on smash before we wrap up for today. Like I said, um,
1: even like, despite not being the way I would normally play, it fit. still felt natural. I like it. I like it a whole lot, man. That that's, you should just keep that forever.
0: <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. Just, I, yes. I'm excited to play more smash. Uh, I, I need it. absolutely adored my time with it. Had a lot of fun with all the people in there. Conman was mentioning something about a switch meetup in Chicago uh sometime around then and uh give us the de- details on that maybe we could make something happen because that'd be fun yeah uh always been more fun to do more videos with you guys and to get to play some smash with you as well this hat oh there it goes that's the one i like it so make sure to come back on friday at 7 30 p.m central time for nintendo stuff podcast we'll have logan back hopefully this time i will also hopefully be there uh hopefully if you've been watching the last few weeks you know i've had some trouble um i miss you guys yeah paul's the only consistent guy here i don't think there's ever just been a brandon and logan podcast
1: i'll take the week off just for you uh
0: so yeah make sure to check it out on friday we'll talk more about nintendo more about smash because we'll have logan here he'll probably have some questions uh, he said, Baconator says, see you next episode. Glad Chuck E. Cheese gave me something to do. Hey, we're glad that Chuck E. Cheese Brandon brought agrees. you here. That was my 17-year-old job, so... It paid off, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> Tell Chad I said hi. It a life experience. Chad tronic you, you, you blessed us without even realizing it. Uh, Chad
1: is the blessing that keeps on blessing.
0: Right. <laughs> <laughs> so if you want to check out what we do every week make sure to like this video and hit subscribe uh, to find out when all that stuff happens uh, if you want to keep talking with us follow us on Twitter uh, I'm at uh, at babababs Logan's Logan is at loggy doves Paul's at gunnysaurus you can find us mm-hmm. as a collective at Breakroom arcade or or also you can join us in our discord there's a link to that in the description below conversation is always hot in there we got a Pretty much everybody here in the chat is in that Discord server. We talk about Smash. We talk about video games. Uh, lots of room to talk about anything, really. Um, mm-hmm. It's been really bumping in there. Having a good time talking to you, all you guys. this That's yeah. how we planned our meetup in Chicago in the first place. So if you happen to live in the Chicago area, you know, you might you might run into us sometime. You never know. Mm-hmm. Uh, and if you really like what we do here a whole lot, you can click that Patreon link in the description Uh Donate as little as a dollar a month. really helps out. Uh, but if you can't, we still love that you're here. You guys are great. Uh, Brian Mendoza in the chat. Yo, we're actually wrapping up right now. <laughs> but you can still watch the whole thing because the rewind feature is on. Uh, Thank
1: you, Joe. Joe's always on top of it.
0: Yeah, and I I trusted him to do that. That's why I didn't even like bother thinking about it. So uh, with all that in mind, guys, we'll see you on Friday. Check out all the Smash videos coming out in the next week or two. So don't break your backs, break in the games, but for now, break time's over.